fantasy previews matchups for the upcoming week. Those pass rushes were great now. That's exactly what we want to do right there. Hey, what defense is that? Sprout left exit, Richard Nixon. Hell no. It's the Nickel and Brime package. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Brian. Do you want me to start? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like how we typically do, but what we'll end up doing this time is we'll say, Hey everyone, welcome to a special Thursday edition. This is episode five and a half, and Brian and I would like to start doing some previews, if possible, for the upcoming NFL and fantasy week. Do you have your crystal ball with you, Brian? <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like half of this is kind of crystal balling, you know, trying to tell the future. And, you know, I'm no licensed medium, but we're going to try our best. Okay. I can I can I can roll with that. So what are some of the storylines that you're looking forward to coming up? So I really think that Daniel Jones, I saw this stat. I really need to start citing these stats that um, the whoever whoever the quarterback is facing Washington is going to put up QB one numbers. And guess who Daniel Jones faces this week? Washing, and I seriously think he's going to put together a fantastic campaign this, this weekend. And it sucks because Jake has like three giants, and so we'll get we'll we'll get to that later. But I really think Daniel Jones to have a great um, game this this weekend. And then I'm really curious to see if Kyle Allen can actually reproduce or just keep producing from his first game, his first start. And I really think he can, because like I said in the previous episode, that I think he has the weaponry around him to be successful. Yeah, he does. I mean, Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield is such a huge security blanket. DJ Moore, Greg Olson's been doing it his whole career. So would not be surprised at all to see Kyle Allen continue to improve and and post up big numbers. And also just the fact that Cam Newton has just looked so unlike Cam Newton that it couldn't possibly be a downgrade <laughs> from what we were seeing from him earlier in the season. I know we didn't talk about this pre-episode, but I really want to get your take on it. Do you think if Kyle Allen didn't ball out last weekend that they would have started Cam? This week, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like they wouldn't have released the, the information of the list Frank injury and they would have threw him out there. Yeah, I'm not sure. And Do I was going to make sure that I said Liz Frank this time in podcast. <laughs> I uh, Liz Frank. I, uh, honestly, I thought it was Frank because I know it's a French word, and you know, French people. I mean, it made sense. You threw an extra N in there as I, well. I so did do like, that. Yeah, Linza Frank. Linza Frank. But yeah, to answer your question, I don't know what is Cam Newton's contract situation. I don't know what that is. Ooh, I don't know either. I want to say I want to give the Panthers the benefit of the doubt that they wouldn't throw him out there. Yeah. But I mean, he's probably had this almost the entire season. I, I really think that if Kyle Allen didn't show up last weekend, I think I seriously think we would have seen Cam come back out. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't I don't know. That's <laughs> I'm I guess I'm glad we don't have to. I, I'm not the 
the yeah. biggest campaign, yeah, I'm... but uh, it, it always pains me to watch players play so obviously hurt. Yeah, imagine if they put him out there and and he got benched half, like midway. Yeah. So some of the games that we're looking forward to, I'd like to start with the first game of the week, and that's the Thursday night game, Eagles and Packers. Ugh. I think this could be interesting. We haven't really seen... The Packers are undefeated, but we haven't really seen what I feel like... Yeah, we haven't seen a good Thursday night game. You're right, Nick. <laughs> uh, well, that's true, but I feel like we haven't seen from either team, the Eagles or the Packers, the best... That they can be. So I'm interested to see if if sort of the hype of a decent Thursday night national spotlight will bring out the best in both of these quarterbacks. I mean, Wentz and Rodgers are sort of underperforming. I feel like the Eagles have turned into the Chargers where they just they're so injured they can't compete. I think the Packers have really have something rolling. And if I were to make a wager, I would say the Packers win this game hands down. It's in Lambeau. Is that correct? I actually do not know that information, but I don't think it matters. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It is indeed in Lambeau, by the way. But yeah. Oh, OK. Perfect. Yeah. So another. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> you got it. Another game I'm looking forward to, or at least kind of looking forward to, is the Chiefs and Lions because. It is a battle of undefeated teams. The Lions have a one draw in there against the Cardinals. So I would say they've been a different team since that first week when they got they had that giant comeback by the Cardinals uh, to, to, to not. I guess they they basically played to not lose and uh, they tied instead. So the Chiefs are totally legit as we all expect them to be so i i think the chiefs are going to run away with this but i'll be interested to see if maybe the lions really are a different team now yeah i think honestly bottom line the chiefs are going to win this game above bottom line is can detroit stay competitive in this game and it makes me feel like we're going to really see how many receptions they're not bullshitting us anymore with the whole carry on johnson stuff mm -hmm. i mean this week should be a, an explosive carry on Johnson game if he catches 10 targets. Like, that's that should be the case for him for this week. Okay. I mean, outside of Kenny Galladay doing really good and uh, Marvin Jones could potentially do really well. I remember you saying, you know, you don't believe that they could put up this kind of game over and over, but potentially this game is one of those potential shootouts yeah marvin jones uh took over the game while kenny galladay kind of got shut out last week and that was uh, you know against the eagles so i don't know I, I guess it'll be interesting to see the chiefs are a team that you can throw on but we'll just have to find out so just real real quick so i just found this stat on twitter i guess it's from fantasy footballers or something it's holloway great stat patrick mahomes has yet to play an indoor football game in the nfl his first will be this sunday versus the lions last wow. game indoors was at texas tech in 2016 and he threw for nearly 600 yards and six touchdowns <laughs> wow the fact that he hasn't played an in like an indoor game in three years and when he did play an indoor game he threw for 600 <laughs> yards and six touchdowns so let's just say i'm starting all my Mecole hardman that's crazy because that makes me feel like now i have no idea how many domes there are in the nfl i felt like <laughs> there were so many i thought well arrowhead is is an outdoor yeah. and they play predominantly outdoor like 
they play the Broncos that's outdoor. They play in the shithole ones that the Chargers <laughs> are given every year. Did the Chargers not play at the Coliseum? I, I honestly don't remember where they play, but it's just a mess out and there. And the Raiders. They're outside, too. But think about this. I don't know. When he first broke out last year, they had home field advantage, so they were outside. So I think it's just really interesting. Keep that in mind. I know Dylan's going to be listening, so start your DeAndre Robinson or whatever his name is. (laughs) DeMarcus. DeMarcus. DeMarcus DeMarcus. DeMarcus is the man. (laughs) So moving on, we've got the Monday night football game that I'm kind of interested in because it's the Bengals and Steelers, and this year both teams are winless. So somebody, unless... They tie. I suppose they could both. They, somebody's going to not lose, and so <laughs> for a change, <laughs> they're both losers. Let's be real. <laughs> somebody's going to not lose for a change, and so I guess I'm at least a little bit intrigued by this. When we look at the most recent Monday Night Football games, it's probably one of the not worst ones, but that's not saying much. So they traded for Vanette. The Steelers did for a fifth round pick that came out. I remember we touched on that. Yeah. We didn't know what the actual terms were. The Steelers, for being zero and three, sure are making a lot of roster moves and trades. Mortgage in that for future. yeah, man. I'll tell you what. I I know we talk about trading Winston for Rudolph sometimes, and it really, really goes through my head that I really don't think Ben's coming back. Yeah. I, I've wondered, and it. I I really think that he's not going to come back. We should really get back to the actual analysis of this game. <laughs> uh, so basically, I think the Steelers are going to win this game just because of their defense. Yeah, they got the home it's field advantage. Both offense, I mean, both offenses might be better this game than they have been regularly, but I just think it's going to come down to the Steelers' defense winning the game for him. Maybe we'll see a Steelers Bengals game from like a couple years ago where they just both score like four, three to six. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, they've yeah, had yeah. those games oh. too, but I know there were a couple games that you're excited for this weekend. What games are they? I'm excited from like a more of an NFL point uh, standpoint because I don't have any shares of really much new England or the Buffaloes, the Buffalo bills. <laughs> They're both undefeated. Buffalo being undefeated going against New England undefeated, I don't know when the last time that's happened. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you one thing. The Buffalo defense ain't nothing to mess with. Yeah, they're solid. And so that's why I am benching Josh Gordon this week on my own personal team. (laughs) And I strongly recommend people that play Sony Michelle, a.k.a. Luke, Maybe look somewhere else. What do you got to say about uh, Sexy Rexy? He is replaced. <laughs> okay. James, James White's wife, you only pop out a baby a couple times in your life, and I doubt it, it will ever again happen on a Sunday, ever again. The fact that it was on a Sunday and he did have to miss one of his games in his career, pretty mind-blowing, but... <laughs> Overall, I definitely think New England wins this game. Agreed. I just don't think it's going to be as blowouty as we have been accustomed to. Yeah, Tom Brady's typically owned the Bills over his career, but yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of with you. I, I, I like the Patriots in this game, but maybe not a total blowout. I think this is going to be extremely close. Like, I think it'll come down to that walk-off field goal i think this is going to be really close and i don't think it's going to be high scoring either i think it's going to be maybe 13 to 10 or something that would be a heck of a 
defense. Maybe maybe sixteen to thirteen or sixteen to ten, but I I doubt any any team's going to score over, over twenty points in this game. Interesting. All right. Well, so Brian's got the under on this one. <laughs> yeah. And then my next one is Tampa Bay versus the Rams, and I want everyone to pay close fucking attention to how shitty Mike Evans is going to play this. Week. <laughs> Because okay, what's okay. going to happen is the, I don't remember, I think it's Tlaib on the Rams, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He will own Mike Evans this week. Own Mike Evans this week. Do they still have Marcus Peters too? Don't know. I, I remember he was playing really bad. So that's the last I remember of him. Yeah. Potentially he might still be there. I just know that Tlaib will annihilate Mike Evans because Mike Evans is a fraud wide receiver one. I think Akib is is a larger tight end as well, or tight end <laughs> cornerback as well, isn't he? So so matches he up matches well. up very well with those alpha, we'll call them wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. And I think it'll, I think it'll still be high scoring, and I think potentially Mike Evans could get a touchdown here. I just don't think it's going to be an offensive explosion like 190 yards and three touchdowns, which was probably the most fluky shit I've ever seen in my <laughs> life for his for his career. Can can you guys tell that Brian is really in on Chris Godwin this year? <laughs> we should make this interesting. Should we make a bet? <laughs> I don't know what we're going to bet. All right. All right. We don't have to. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty interested in betting, but on this if you really want to <laughs> i mean i think chris godwin missed practice today so i don't feel a hundred percent i mean it's wednesday you know everyone misses practice on wednesday yeah wednesdays are we we can revisit this wager on friday <laughs> or saturday if you really want to all right it. well i'll but think about it obviously cooper cup's gonna be amazing all of the rams wide receivers are gonna be fantastic outside of that I- I don't think Todd Gurley is going to do anything this week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is actually, the front is really good. And so I think it's going to really put pressure on Goff. And I really don't see how Todd Gurley is going to score without getting receptions this game. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and talk about our fantasy matchups that are coming up. We'll start with... Your game, you're going to be playing Jake this I week. I felt pretty good going into this week. I knew Jake was going to pull some horse shit like $41 on Wing Gallman. <laughs> I bet I think it was 25 or something like that. It was lower 20s, I believe. I couldn't care less that he did that, especially now that we have word that uh, Melvin Gordon's coming back. It kind of, I just take Melvin out of my IR, slide Barkley right in. So very timing. I'm pretty sure you and I mean, Jake won the the betting for Wayne Gallman, but I'm pretty sure you and Ethan put in the exact same dollar amount, which I found funny because of the whole Terry McLaurin thing. You have me really interested now. Do you remember? Do you have it up? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can pull it up. I'm like racing to pull it up right now so we don't uh, have to edit this out. Oh, actually, he bid one more dollar than you. 23.22. 23.22. So going forward, Ethan, I'm going to bid 24. <laughs> there you go. You really show the hand there. We'll just, we're basically playing an auction league draft in real time with fab dollars. So if that, make, if that made any sense, I 
it may not have. But anyway, Jake, I think you could easily upset me this week. I think you have really good matchups. I really think I'm going to beat you still. So I think if Jake were to beat you, he would have to have a mark type week because I just don't see with the guys he's got in right now. I'm just I think not what's going to happen is I think they'll use James White more than Sony Michelle because of what I was saying. It'll be a more of like a defensive game. They'll have to throw more. I think Wayne Gallman, that just goes to the whole extent that if Daniel Jones has a good game, they're going to have a good game. Travis Kelsey is tied to Pat Mahomes. You know what I mean? The Vikings yeah. versus the Bears, that would be a defensive game. So he'll, his defense is probably going to score high. Curtis Samuel, did he have a good game last week with Kyle Allen? Yeah, so he, yeah, he scored a touchdown uh, with Kyle Allen. So potentially he could do really good there as well. So that's why I'm saying I totally see the light of him beating me. But on the other hand, my well, team could blow up too. So fuck you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> anything could happen. It's it is fantasy football after all. But I guess I'm I'm picking you, and I think Jake's chance for upset is relatively low. Sorry, Jake. Love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next game is Waylon versus Evan. And what do you think I, about that? I do not see a world where Evan is able to beat Waylon at all. Like, I honestly think Waylon could bench his entire team and just play his quarterbacks and beat Evan's team this week. Wow. So you're thinking a total blowout, thousand percent blowout. Like, Evan is not going to win <laughs> this week. That's probably right, my well, most put that one down. confident call. Throughout all of these, that okay. one. All right. Yeah, I I will say it is going to be really tough. Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson versus Andy Dalton, Ted, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't inspire a whole lot of confidence in just the quarterback positions. So I would say I, I agree. I think Waylon's going to win this one. But I don't know. I, I hope the best for Evan. You know, I love talking about myself. Let's talk about my game with Derek. Um, I know that you have been a little down on my team lately. What do you think for what do you think my chances are? I I think you're gonna be exposed. I think you're going you Ooh. are the lowest scoring two and one team. You are the third lowest scorer in the league, being ranked five, which is absolutely crazy. Yeah. I you have to score more points, especially against Derek, which has almost a hundred more points than you. I, yeah, Derek's looking pretty good in terms of matchups this week too. I wouldn't be surprised if if he. I think beats if you me, lose this one, I I don't think you should panic. I think if this is more of like a routine regress to the mean kind of deal here, I think you skid it out a yeah. win or two, and I think you'll end up being two and two, which is not terrible. I just think it's more of a. Come to Jesus moment where you'll have to start making some moves. Yeah, I've been putting some feelers out there for some trades, but I feel like it's super hard to trade this year because the running back position is such a mess and a bunch of receivers are yeah. overperforming right now. So I think people are really confident with what they have. Maybe not rightfully so, but that's on them to decide. Yeah, it's been interesting. I, I feel like the whole league has been kind of gridlocked as far as trades go. Usually by this, by the third week, fourth week, we've I got I also think a lot of, of what has to do with this is the quarterback injuries and the uh, value. Like I had spoken about during the draft, the value of positions is really off kilter. Even though it's a two quarterback league, I don't think quarterbacks are valued properly anymore. 
And I think that's a problem with the entire fantasy industry of the predominant fantasy league is a 12-man, one-quarterback league. And I think that people listen to all this content and read all this content and they say, wait on quarterbacks, it's not important. And then it just matriculates down to these two quarterback leagues and people take that attitude and they apply it to this because, you know, why not? It's it'll 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 work you know you don't need a good quarterback half the time i mean who's to say the fifth ranked quarterbacks not as bad as the you know 15th ranked quarterback you know i mean obviously i have a little bit of a special um circumstance because i have pat mahomes and he's like a massive difference maker but outside of that you know what i mean it's i think with all the injuries plus the devaluation of quarterbacks and tight ends, by the way, is where we really need to take another look at in this offseason. But moving on, moving on. <laughs> Our next game is Ethan and Dylan. These were two people that, I mean, Ethan's obviously had a huge point explosion this past week. Dylan was our point loser i guess it seems like we're getting two teams that are kind of in moving in opposite directions Ethan, ethan's team is on the way up and dylan's team is going been on to the try way my best to get this voice correct um it's not going to be correct but here i go in a world where free wins come at least once a year both teams ethan and dylan struggling to win will face each other this week <laughs> what is the outcome wow so <laughs> we don't know <laughs> i don't know if i'll edit that out oh man that was that was something that's why i'm not a voice actor <laughs> yeah i i would say that again i just the fact that ethan's team yeah, is go on the way up well. i'd give him the edge i'd give him the edge um but I really do think with with the young talent that Dylan has on his team and, you know, he's got Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Terry McLaurin, David Montgomery, four rookies right there that he's planning on starting this week. You never know. I mean, those guys could just totally go crazy and um, Ethan's guys could decide to lay an egg. You know, I mean, he's starting Royce Freeman is generally a roller coaster himself. So I don't know. It, it's. Things like that that make it kind of hard to predict. I wouldn't be shocked if Dylan wins this game. But I, I think guess Terry's going to do good, and I think Miles Sanders is going to do good. Everyone else is going to shit the bed. Mm. Maybe Tom Brady. That is Maybe unpleasant. We'll do good. And then Devontae Adams. <laughs> uh, second to last game is Taylor and Mark. I'm not even going to try to predict what's going to happen with Mark's team, considering the fact that he's already had <laughs> a 100-point swing in the last you know, eight days. Yeah, I really think that this is going to be the hardest game to predict. I'm definitely going to lean Taylor just because her team is just, I feel as though it's more well-rounded. But I definitely yeah, think I we cannot be surprised when Mark starts eating those Ws. Just to quote <laughs> one of my starting quarterbacks on my fantasy. Y'all want to eat a W? Eat the Ws? Oh, man. That Yep, it just yep. makes me cringe and, um, just thinking about it. I didn't draft him because he's a good person IRL, guys. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Hopefully nobody did. <laughs> All right. And then last is Matt and Luke. And we have what the Matt is in 
fourth. Yeah, I honestly it? don't know how he's fourth. fourth. It's really team. his quarter is a uh, running back core. I mm-hmm. really think his running backs have a tough matchup this week because the Texans don't really allow uh, receptions to uh, running backs, so they're really tough against running backs. And then also, you know, the Chicago defense really doesn't allow running backs to even have any kind of good days. So if the Bears hold Dalvin in check and obviously, you know, McCaffrey doesn't have his 50 receptions for a thousand yards every week, I really think Matt's going to be hurting this week, especially if he starts Josh Rosen. And so I I honestly think Luke's team, as bad as it seems, can definitely the 12th team as as Luke's team can topple Matt's uh, team being the fourth rank. So technically, this is kind of going to be the biggest yeah. upset if it happens. But honestly, I might give it to Evan. If Evan beats Waylon again, <laughs> or if Waylon loses two weeks in a row from an upset, I that's going to be funny. You know, I... I have to just say this. I hate that we're agreeing so much, but I also like Luke in this game. Yeah, it's just Matt's matchups are a literal nightmare. And I feel like we've seen Luke kind of have Luke's not really had a great couple weeks, but we've talked about this before in that he has a lot of upside on his team and we haven't seen by any means, haven't seen the best of Sony Michelle. Maybe he's going to put in Kyle Allen over Mitch Trubisky. We don't know yet, but it would only um, I just, improve his I team. I feel like I agree, especially with the, the matchup this week. So I like Luke's team. I like his chances even better if he does find a way to put Kyle Allen in that lineup. Man, I can definitely see where just the Patriots just annihilate Josh Allen this week. And I it just goes to show what you're saying. Like the matchups for Matt this week, I do not see how he can... W- you know, the more we talk about this, I thought this was going to be close, but I really think Luke's going to just shit on Matt on his bubblegum and paper clips and piece of string team. <laughs> oh, it's a piece of string now, too. So you got to give him props for that. <laughs> He's not bad at that. All right. Well, is there anything else that you're looking forward to in this special in edition special preview episode? Limited time edition. Everyone's going to have to let me know feedback and see if you actually like this. We can kind of tweak the content a little bit. We thought maybe it would be a great idea to kind of break down the upcoming week. I think it'll be a lot of fun to see how wrong we are, maybe potentially how right we are for lucky in our crystal balls where, you know, we're screwed on just right. <laughs> Giggity. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> and I really appreciate everyone's support. Let us know if, if we should do this again for next week. All right, here's my attempt at voice acting. <laughs> On the next episode of Nickel and Brine Package. I'm not editing that out. I, 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 this is going to be the episode that, that I edit. We're going to see probably a drastic difference in the editing. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Uh, for real, on the next episode, we'll talk about how week four went, and uh, maybe we'll revisit some of these picks, and we'll see how... How good we were at them and how bad we were at them because I can't I mean, imagine we're get everything we'll have a lot right. of fact checking. I don't know. We'll see. That's <laughs> all opinion, I think. All right, guys, we'll catch you then. Until then, enjoy and uh, have a have a good weekend. Have a enjoy great these games weekend. that are coming. <laughs> have a great, have a great Thursday night football game. How about that? <laughs> all right, guys, take Bye. care and see you.
Are you guys clear about this NFL shit now? We're not trying to go to the Peach Bowl. We're not trying to go to the Gator Bowl or the Blue Bonnet Bowl. We're trying to go to the Super Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm in the fucking... The Nickel and Grime Package Podcast. 